0: Oh, she's got the buff. Hello.
1: Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> is, is it the buff? Oh man, I got to
0: keep uh, up. He's getting out. his buff out now. <laughs>
1: hey, nice. Yeah, we got to be on theme, guys. Yeah. Uh, I never... <laughs>
0: I have buffs, but I haven't been able to play the game yet. So I'm waiting to, you know, to get that right. that moment of having my own buff.
1: For, That's for okay. You. I like your background. It looks like my old home, you know, uh, on Sunshine Coast. <laughs>
2: Thank you. So for you, Shana, I'm gonna put on the buff. I'm gonna put the. Oh yeah, yeah! I'm put the buff on. I'm gonna put my buff on. I usually never put my buff on, but I'm gonna, for you, I'm gonna put on season 41. My season.
0: We there we, we go. Good. We've spoken good. to your. We've spoken okay. to your fellow castaways. We, we talked to Tevin, just got done with Tevin, just got done with Seamus as well. I think you look the most um. comfortable out of the three. Like I'm pe- or out of the, yeah, the three of you peeking that jacket. <laughs> the jacket looks comfortable.
1: Thank you. So actually it's winter in South Africa and I hate the cold. Mm. Um, so the sun has now gone down. So I had to put on something warm. I got this in the UK Um, I realized shopping in the UK is the most fun ever because they just have such amazing deals on clothes. I got this for 17 pounds. Oh, wow. And I got, I know. And I got another jacket, the one that you saw on Survivor. Um, Mm -hmm. It It's essentially a sleeping bag. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hey, whatever you need to do, right, to make it comfortable a little
1: bit. And it was it, that one, it, that one, this one, and my other one that I got, which was like a leather jacket. All 17 pounds. Couldn't believe it. They've given me so many amazing That is wears.
0: insane. That, that jacket was 17 pounds.
1: I couldn't believe it. There's a shop called TK Maxx, which has got all the brands for like really discount prices. You don't get that stuff in South Africa. I was going mad. I, walking to the train station, my spine was compressing because my hand, my... Shopping bags were so heavy. It's like ah.
0: We are like, well, I just know me and Abe are like extremely uh, underdressed right now. You are <laughs> like. I'm like yeah, so um, cool. Abe, your buff does not look as good as her buff right now. The way it puffs out on the head. Cool. man. Look, it's
2: just you know, I got my I got my headphones on. I'm just you know.
1: No, I, I think have, you wear your buff really well. Uh, I think. I'm you just, just
2: hanging you out. Well.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm doing
2: it. I'm doing the international connection of Survivor from one coast to the next. And Shona, it's 100 degrees here. So it's a little too hot
0: for it.
1: (laughs) That is hot. That is hot. Well,
0: I I know uh, everyone is eager to talk about the game and listen about the game and everything. So Shona, I just have to say your personality in the game Uh, You were one of the few people I'm like, I know Shona is exactly like this in real life, like super (laughs) positive. Uh, You seem like you would be someone, and I truly mean this, someone who would be super fun to hang with because I felt like you always had a smile on your face. And the first thing I want to ask is when you were arriving back into the game, looking at your fellow Yontau tribe members, Mm -hmm. who stood out to you? Who were you kind of looking at and being like, okay, I got to get with them early on in this game?
1: Well, first of all, that that first ride is it's so overwhelmingly awesome because you're in this beautiful space, you see these um legends from Survivor South Africa around you, and you're so excited to be back. The wildlife in that first shot was absolutely incredible. We could look across and see giraffe and zebras mm. and there was fish eagles, literally fishing in the river that we were driving up and down, taking those shots. But that whole first day of filming takes so long, and you don't actually get to say one word to somebody, actually, until you get back to the challenge. As an extrovert like myself, after this quarantine period, we're in isolation for eight days. And you get there, all you want to be is like, I'm so excited. I I can't wait to chat to these people. You had to be silent the whole day. Oh, it was torture. But it was so much fun, and it was so nice to be back. My first thought, though, was... Obviously, my whole game kind of blew up because of my very turbulent relationship and alliance with David on season five. So I did not want to work with any volatile players. <laughs> <I was>
0: like, <laughs> you, you had know? a couple to choose from there, yeah.
1: You know, like a lot. So I saw Pinty, I saw Tanya. I was like, oh no, these guys are on Batra. trap. What's going to go down? <laughs> because <laughs> um, also for some reason these like kind of like really like big kind of explosive players I think I'm a very empathetic person so I end up like you know working with them somehow I'm like ah no don't do this so I really I was worried about that um, and I tried not to, to be working with too many volatile players this time next to me on the boat was Dino he was somebody that I'd connected with um outside of the game uh from the last uh what was it reunion show that he put together which I thought was a really nice thing like to put together Mm. a whole reunion show for your season so that spoke volumes to me about his character and like we chatted a little bit like so I felt like he was quite a good person to be on my tribe, then I saw Phil from my season and I wasn't sure about Phil. I was like, hmm,
0: This is not the first time we've heard that. A lot of people are like unsure about Phil. <laughs>
1: yeah, Phil is a difficult guy to read. I'll tell you this because I came in and I was like, If Phil is in this game, I'm not trusting him because he already, you know, turned on me in season five. So I know he's not trustworthy. And then he's so sweet this season. He's so funny. He's like a dad now. I'm like, ah, Paul. He's like grown up. Didn't have. Like, this is my initial intuition about full. Ah, anyways.
2: Now, now, Sona, I gotta ask you: when you were at, when you got that call to say you were coming back, how did it feel?
1: Oh man it's a dream come true right like just to play survivor once is amazing but everyone who plays is left with regrets from how they played if they didn't win so you're like ow I need to go back I need to go back I need to prove myself I need to do this differently I want to do this and you think about it a lot and a lot and a lot because every time you watch it you're like ah I wish I could do this. Like, <laughs> I would do this. No. like you are as a viewer on um, from the show. You put yourself in that situation and you want to play because it's a game that you want to play and you can imagine yourself in. And it's so changing all the time. And I mean, the truth is, this game is hella hard, even for <laughs> two of <minutes. laughs> It's literally you,
2: it's so hard. You, you always seemed like you were so upbeat and energetic when you were playing, like. And I know there's a factor of not having food. I know it's a factor of exhaustion. Don't tell Shona that. I didn't
0: notice Shona having any difficulties.
2: You were like, hey, no, no, I'm good. My day is good. How are you doing today? How's it going? I was like, she has a lot of
1: energy. I do. I have, it's, it's one of my natural skills. I just, I'm like an energizer bunny. I've just got a lot of natural energy. And it really did help actually this time, especially in our first tribe, which was, um, we all pulled our weights. We all did a lot. I contributed a lot to the camp life uh, living, which you didn't really see so much because obviously there's only so much time for the edits. But right. I was very, very proactive in terms of building the shelter. I'd gone and I'd learned all these different types of knots to tie. Um, so I knew all these like really cool camping knots to tie shelters, which made our shelter really strong. Um, I was out catching... Uh, muscles to eat so that we were fed every single day shucking those m- muscles it was a lot of hard work to actually do the surviving and I really really pulled my weight in a lot of those spaces um, which earned me a lot of respect and good relationships within the tribe as well as it's fun like I enjoy the part of living off the land I always describe it to people people are like how is survivor I was like kind of like living like a homeless person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in the middle you know, of the you, woods? Yeah.
1: You just have what you have. You sleep on the floor. You eat off the land. Like, um, but it's interesting because it, it brings us back to our innate survival instincts and can we actually do it? Um, and my energy in that space and then to go into challenges where I'm not really, you know, you saw the people I was up against, like, athletes, physical gods and goddesses, like looking, ticking toned <laughs> as anything here, yeah, I'm eight years later, like,
2: <laughs> No, you, I remember, I remember the state that you was like, I'm an athlete. You, you told her, you was like, hey, I'm
1: an yeah. athlete. Don't, don't, yeah. don't count me
2: out, because Panky exactly. was in Tribal Council trying to count you out.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I really put my heart and soul into everything um, that I did, and I was, I was trying to, like, get the best um, mindset as well, like, and I wanted to downplay myself sometimes like when I came back and you know I was injured and everything I was like yeah no I'm fine I'm not I'm not that sore. but I was like "Ah."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, before before we get to that challenge because I have a lot to say about that challenge you inadvertently kind of got mixed up in the whole Tanya and Pinty thing that was going back at the Yantau tribe when Tanya overheard um, the conversation going on. And we talked to Tanya about this, but mm-hmm. she told you how she felt. But then when you tried to explain your side of things, she's like, Nope, I don't want to hear it. It's already done and stuff. Uh, so I'm curious what, what was going to end up happening there. If Tanya just lets you get your point, you know, your words out and what happened with that whole situation.
1: So You know, I love Tanya. I went to go and stay with her in Pada after this. She's got a heart of gold. She's a really intelligent woman and she's got a lot of passion in her, which is, you know, provoked, comes out like that. Yeah. But um, Pinty was 100% in the wrong, but Tanya let it get to her so much that she spiraled out of control. And she was very difficult to have a rational conversation with because she would never let anyone get their point across. She would have her say so much that you couldn't interject a word and then it would be done. The conversation would be over and she would leave. I wasn't really wanting to come to Survivor to fight with people. It's not really my style. It makes great TV. It makes great TV. People love it. People are like, oh, my God but it's not really my style. Um, I like peace and love, happiness. <laughs> <You know, laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's the <laughs> good thing I've heard from
0: everyone <laughs> I've talked to. Like Tanya has said that pine teas already reached out to her. Like they talk, they're fine with each other. You're saying, you know, no bad blood between you and Tanya and stuff like that. It seems like you guys like, that's what I love about it. What happens in the game, it stays in the game. Let's move past it. And it seems like all of you guys are still friends and everything from this experience.
1: Absolutely. I mean, this is what comes with the wisdom of playing for a second time, right? So you have this beautiful experience the first time, which, you know, for every single one of us on this show, it did not go how we wanted it to the last time. But the thing that you are left with is the relationships with the people who've done it with you. And also from other seasons because it is such a unique experience that everybody wants so bad. And it's so difficult to properly explain to somebody exactly what you go through as a human being in this process because it's not just while you're on the show. There's a whole mental preparation going into it. Mm, it There's the whole uncertainty afterwards you know the mind really playing on what you did overthinking that lack of sleep then you see yourself on tv that's a whole (laughs) other experience sometimes you're happy sometimes you're cringing so it's it's it changes you as a human being and the duration of while you're on the show it's kind of like you're living a different reality while still on planet Earth. And that is very rare to be in. It's almost essentially like a computer game, like on the beach. Like, I don't (laughs) know. It's like, it's, it's something completely, and it's not normal that the relationships you have with people, they just really bond you. And, um, even though you're different, even though you didn't see eye to eye in the game, the relationships of which you get afterwards, and we like a cookie family. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the diversity in the casting of Survivor. I love that mm. if if we had to all be seated at a restaurant and not be on the Survivor family, I mean, just because we're different, we probably wouldn't like even chat to each other, whatever. But because we've been through this, we're like, hey, my friends, forever. <laughs> we're gonna stay over with each other. We got jolly. You know, you get to know each other's families. It's amazing. It's really, really amazing.
2: I, I, I truly can understand. I I was out at a cattle a cattle ranch in June with one of our cast mates, just hanging out in a ranch in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I was like any other time, I'm like, I'm from the city. I'm not, I'm not about being in ranch life, but Survivor does bring... And you have a special thing because you have two seasons of castaways as your Survivor family. Um, looking back on it, who would you want to play with in the other tribe? Considering that some of y'all were I put on different tribes from previous seasons.
1: So I really wanted to play with Pelesa. I was quite mm. excited that we actually had landed up ah. on the same tribe. She's smart. She's really smart. She's savvy. She can read people. She's got, like, no bullshit about her. Um, (laughs) And she's extremely, extremely strong-minded, which makes her physically a strong player and strategically a strong player. And she's just fun and funny, and you know, she's she's great to hang around. I watched her on her season, and I was like, I like this girl. She's smart. She's wise. She's reading people. I'd love to play on her side. And almost got that chance, really almost got that chance. Um, we'll be friends, you know, going forward. Uh, so I was, I, I feel, you know, I wish it could have been lived out a little bit longer, but um, yeah, I was looking forward to playing with her. I was looking forward to playing with Meryl as well. Um, yeah. she seemed really nice. We actually connected a little bit, I thought, but, um, and uh, before the thing, but then I saw she said I was annoying, so maybe that. Was- <laughs> oh no, well, no. no this- but you know what? I don't. I believe this happens a lot, actually. Um, uh, there are a lot of people that my first impression of them because I'm this big energy and I'm so laughing, people don't really take me that seriously at first. They're like, "Whoa," you know. Oh, I a-
0: feel you so much.
1: And then they get to know me, and then they're like, Shona is great because I'm consistently like that. And it's like, oh, it doesn't end actually. You like know, the, it's not the, just this-
0: the super energetic, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to like <laughs> add on to that because I'm one of those like super energetic, outgoing, everything like we are alive, life is positive, stuff like that. People. And when you come across people like that, they're just like, "Why? How can you be that happy all the time?" And that's so. I feel exactly what you're saying right now. Like I understand what you're saying.
1: Yeah, people first think it's disingenuous because they're like, "It must be a show." Uh, Well, in fact, I've recently learned the opposite. Actually, through through this experience, so I think everyone is happy all the time because like, why wouldn't you be? That is great. That is great. It's all your choice. You know, and I think every like I, my default is to trust everybody. Um, and I realized through this that you know, not everybody is trustworthy, not everybody thinks the same as you. I learned though, not everything thinks the same as you a while ago, but the trusting thing, believe it or not, has only recently sunk in. Um, (laughs) and
2: well, you definitely show great energy the whole time. I like when you said, Hey, when okay. So what was your strategy when you had an option to go with either tribe? You were the odd person out and you were like, man, I don't know about those folks over there. Because I'm kind of going back to Phil, like, I can't trust Phil. Well,
1: at this stage, I thought I could trust Phil, actually. So here's the thing. I was in an alliance with Tino and Phil. They were like my two main people that i would go okay. to in the show i really felt like i could trust them so at this stage i was like nah, Phil's chilled he's dad like he's he's, he's going <laughs> he didn't he didn't seem to be playing much of a game i was like full like well, you let's try some strategy you know he, he was very chilled a lot of the time so i thought apple ah, he's great like and he said to me right in the beginning, oh, it's so good to have you back. You know, so happy to play together. So I fell into that trap 100%. Um, <laughs> and I do, <laughs> I do think that he was being somewhat genuine about it. But I think that Phil, unless you've really had a moment that solidifies you together, he could wish or wash either way. Like, um, so I think I put too much, too much trust and faith in Phil. But when I saw the two tribes, I thought, okay, there's a clear-cut numbers differentiation. But my two alliance members are going to be in massive trouble if I don't go there because Mm. they are so on the outs. So if I go there, I can help them. We can flip somebody we can make a plan. This is Survivor. Everything is adaptable. You know, you can always make a plan. And I believed we could. I'd already hidden that fake community idol. So we did <sighs> that. There's a few other things that we could do. So I thought we could definitely make this work. And when we pull it off, it'll be seen as a very big move. And I can add that to my resume at the end when you've got your final speech and you're trying to convince people why you should be voted as a winner. Because people underestimate me a lot of the time. And I didn't want them to think that I was a coaster or that I was playing other people's games, which is also why when Seamus um, wanted to vote off Dino, I was like, I could go along with that, but I'm aligned to Dino and I'm aligned to Seamus. So I, I needed to choose which alliance meant the most to me in my game and which was the best move for my game. And it wasn't to vote off Dino. Um, I didn't believe that at all. And... I thought if I did, I would be playing into Sheamus' game. So I needed to make my own path and my own story. And I felt that by che- uh, choosing the old Yuntao, that I would, you know, be able to make a big move. I passed it off like, ah, you know, I felt at the bottom of that other tribe. And, you know, so that I could see if there was cracks where I could work with and people would think I'm not much of a threat. Because still merge. I'm... Always going to be the biggest threat pre-merge. After merge, people will be like, ah, she's not a threat for individual immunity. But then I would have built the C- CV and I would be playing a very good street, uh, social game. But I wouldn't be coming across as threats in uh, the physical challenges, probably not. Um, so that was kind of my my overall strategy and my reasoning behind that. It was harder that I was taken out of the game and I couldn't have that bonding that I wanted to you know, did impact there um, and my ability to strategize in the time. And also, you know, once you're injured, people are like, well, you're not really going to be contributing much to a challenge.
0: I wanted oh. to, I, I did want to get to the whole mud challenge, but I do have to say really fast before that, it's funny you bring up Phil because I honestly feel that at this very moment, we should be speaking with Dante and you should still be to us in the game. Because my jaw, it was one of the most shocking moments of the season for me. And I was like, holy cow, they pulled this off. They, they actually did it. When it came down to that final vote, I was counting the votes and everything. And I'm like, they just got Dante out of this game when they didn't have the numbers. And then the second I saw your name, it kind of hit me. I know you had to be super shocked. I was like, Wait, what? what happened here? And then just to see Phil Fail. vote for you. I am so excited to talk to him later this season about this because it still <laughs> does not make any sense to me whatsoever. So what were you feeling in that moment? How shocked were, were you?
1: I was pissed off. I,
0: I would was be. So, <laughs> I was, I was yeah. raving
1: mad. I was like, one of you motherfuckers. <laughs> I would have
0: outed <laughs> Phil. I don't know. After I,
1: I put my life on the line to come and save you guys and give you the numbers, you've turned your back on me, you both be friends. <laughs> like, oh, now, so now, I was pissed
2: off. <laughs> Oh, and I looked, I was like, what is Phil doing? Dante is a threat.
1: Are you, you saying Jonah's
0: not a threat, Abraham?
2: No, no,
1: no,
2: no, no. <laughs> but i <laughs> I mean, everybody plays the game of Survivor in a manner that's going to get them to move forward. Dante was aggressive in his approach. So his edit shows that he was the mastermind in pushing everything. And, hey, look, we got to get you out of there. And, and look, somebody, it's only one person that's going to win Survivor. You have to move people out the way. And, Dante, if I had to put Dante and Phil to vote out, I would vote out Dante first. Then I would vote out Phil. Hmm. So, we're going to the end. We're going to the end together. Yeah. Now, i got to ask you now, because those challenges can be pretty brutal. It it looks like Pine picked you up for a wrestling move and dropped you. I was like, that's going to hurt.
1: Yeah, she definitely body slammed me. I've never been body slammed in my whole life, but I knew when it happened because it all happened in slow motion. Um, and, you know, I, I know she didn't hurt me on purpose. I know that she wasn't purposely trying to send me to hospital, but she was playing dirty in the game. I mean, there's no way there's It looked no like she got a punch that.
0: there, too. I don't know if that yeah. was to you. But yeah, she...
1: Did it, so it was a
0: punch.
1: And you know what? It didn't stop after I left. And that's what made me really angry. Because I was like, you can say you're sorry and you can say it's fine. But then play a cleaner game afterwards. And she didn't. And that made me really upset. Um she was like putting her foot in front of the balls so that people couldn't roll it there so that she would like be injured. Like and like Things like that I don't really respect in gameplay. Like we're all here to play our, our hearts out, but don't hurt and don't cheat. Um I am surprised that she was allowed to continue in the game after that. Um because it definitely led it had a big impact in our losing that um <clears throat> that uh that challenge which ultimately got me sent home. But on that as much as I wanted to stay in the game and all I wanted to do was to get back and to play and to finish this game, I do feel that there was a higher power looking out for me to not continue because I actually was really injured. Um, I did have an x-ray. It didn't show any crack, but I'm certain that there was a a hairline fracture because I've got scar tissue over my rib and it's got like a big lump on it. I was going to say –
0: did the pain, was the pain coming from, like, the rib area or, like, yeah, where was it Yeah, it was coming? coming
1: from my bone. It felt, it, I heard it crack, even. And I could feel this intense pain. Like, suddenly I was aware of where my lungs are in my body. Normally, when you're breathing or are just around, it's like, you know that yeah. your lungs are there.
0: <clears> but <throat> you
1: don't really feel your organs in your body. Suddenly, I could feel my lungs. And I was, like, felt this pain really close there. I was so scared to even breathe too deeply in case my lungs went like this and got like a puncture or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a doctor myself. <laughs> it,
2: <laughs> it looked like she had knocked the air out of you. At first, I said, like, "Okay, she just got the air knocked out of her." But I have to admit, when you came back to tribe to back to your tribe, I
1: was like, "Oh,
2: okay, well, maybe I hurt that bad."
0: Because I, like, oh, I, I was, thinking, like, I was thinking, I'm like, "Shona's a badass over here."
1: Yeah, I was, like, I was trying to yeah. downplay it. I didn't want people to say, oh, you know, now she's uh, like... She- it, it could go two ways. People could be thinking, oh, you're not going to contribute to the winning of the challenges and therefore you're a liability in a team contest. Or mm. they're going to be like, oh, easy vote, shame. She's sore. Let her not suffer any longer. And there's also the threats of, now I haven't had that bonding time with the tribe and the, the new tribe as well. You know, I'd already had solidified relationships in my old tribe. It would have been a lot easier. Um, this tribe, most of the people voting, um, I had not had an opportunity to really speak with a bond with. And they'd gone through this shared trauma of this challenge together, which bonds them even tighter. So it makes it very difficult. But I think had I gone back into the game, we would have had another physical challenge and it probably would have injured my rib further, which can be very severe. So I feel like I had like a little bit of a Jesus moment, you know, like I, um, I died and then I was resurrected for a bit and I was chilling and then I died again. (laughs) But after Judas stabbed me in the back,
0: (laughs) I was, uh, I'm kind of, I was kind of shocked that they continued the challenge as a whole. I'm like, there's a few challenges in survivor that I'm like, you got to cut. And we already saw, we found, I mean, Killarney posted that. She also got hurt during that challenge. So Killarney got hurt. We saw Steffi Steffi go down. Steffi had to come out. You had to come out. I was like, okay, we've already had two people come out of this challenge. The balls aren't moving. We're spending hours out here and they're not going anywhere. Can we just call the challenge? I know it wouldn't have been popular, but I was like, we should really be doing like a rock draw or something because it's just not, this challenge is not it.
1: Well, what you didn't see even um, in the same challenge, my head actually got stuck in the ball at one stage. Luckily, I've got a very loud voice. And I was like, ah, my neck. And they had to stop the challenge because my head was stuck and somebody was trying to push the ball and my body. And it could have snapped my neck. People were like
0: drowning others in the mud. I was like, this is just not this is too bad. I that had a full-on panic challenge. attack.
1: Meryl had to sit down and, like, help me breathe again and, like, get my head back. You know when you, like, can't breathe because I thought, shit, my neck is going to snap. And then later on, then, this whole thing happened with the ribs. So it was a very dangerous challenge. Um, I think it was a cool idea, but the implementation of it was very tough, especially it you had three women matched against three women. Those balls themselves were 120 kilograms of wood. Yeah. Just by themselves. Well, now I, you add mud to it. And you've got two people pushing this side and one pushing person pushing that side. That intense uh, force the whole time is so tiring. You've got people pulling themselves off. It was insane. I, I
0: already don't like any challenges that have to do with like large boulder type things. I'm like, you're just asking for injuries to happen. I, I think this is a challenge that they could do again. Just you have to alter it. I was thinking just have 1v1. One v one, one ball or oh, yeah. even two balls, and then just see who can push it across the mud. That would be, you know, just as difficult. Yeah. Or um, well, even add
2: multiple, multiple balls. That way, you could you'd have to make a decision on which ball was the more effective. And I probably yeah. would take the I would take the mud out. I would take that out of play and probably replace it with something, probably sand or something. I, and I know, even when we did our challenges, and when I when I actually started doing the challenge, you understand the weight of everything where when you're kind of looking at it before you start, I don't know how y'all start care challenges, but we walk through hours. And mm-hmm. you kind of don't know the weight because you don't get to touch it. But once you touch yeah. it, it's like, this is heavy. You know, I don't know who practiced it, but it's an interesting thing. Now, you go through the challenge, you get hurt. They postpone tribal council. And you come back after being in the hospital, getting x-rays. And you still they still had time to put together a vote that should have sent Dante home. Yeah. So, what do you mm-hmm. think was what in in your in your mind? What was Phil' rationale for flipping on you?
1: It, it comes down to something as boring as miscommunication. So, mm. you know, miscommunication coupled with survivor paranoia, which is the real thing. <sighs> um, so, I had done this fake community idol that I told Dino about.
0: <gasps> Dino then.
1: Thank you. <laughs> uh, we can speak about plan. that afterwards. I actually, um, I learned macrame just to learn how to make beautiful things out of rope so that I could it, make fake immunity idols. I wanted to churn them out like a factory.
0: It was a great <laughs> idol. And I am praying, I told Seamus the same thing, even though he stole your thunder a little bit, like you already did that. I hit it in <laughs> tribal. I'm like, I'm praying that someone finds one of those this season and like ooh, I found an idol, I'm going to play it, I think it would yeah. be amazing. An amazing callback, too, to earlier in, in the season.
1: I, I was disappointed that I didn't do it myself because I was like, ah, my shining moment of No, I, like she I, <laughs> was I was like, she's going to grab it. I like, anyways, so I have to pause it and no, go back. It's like,
2: did she just put something up on her hair? <sighs> Wait a minute. I have to pause it and replay it. Go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> that's great no I was I was very chuffed with with the outcome of that but Dino had told Phil which first of all I'm like Dino you can't be telling people my secrets but this is Survivor so that happened and then he told Phil that I was going to play it and then he told me don't play it because we've got this strategy and we can keep the idol for another time and we don't need theatrics this time so don't play it, stick to the plan, stick to the plan, stick to the plan. But he forgot to tell Phil that things have changed and I'm not going to play the idol. And I'm sitting there thinking, I really want to play this idol, but I'm going to listen to the plan and I'm going to stick to it. And then unbeknownst to me that it freaked Phil out and he thought something's going on and decided to save himself. So, yeah, that's what I think it's like some because my intuition was telling me to do it. Like, there's so many things that I think were probably looking out for me not going forward in this in terms of my actual health, um, even though I really wanted to be in it. And your ego, you know, takes a big <laughs> knock when you, don't, when you don't do the thing that you wanted to do. Like, I spent hours making this damn thing. Like, it looked really cool. I couldn't wait to fool everyone and have the most realistic fake idol and survivor, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but... um yeah
2: that
0: was a good idea <laughs> before we get before we get to our final couple of questions here for you i i did want to know has pinty have you and pinty spoken since the accident i know pinty on the island said she was she didn't intend for anything to happen have you guys spoke since then
1: yeah 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 honestly i have no blood bad blood with anybody um we've met up we we've already filmed the reunion show and everything, um, and so we saw everybody there. Um, oh, so you and- guys do
0: have a reunion show. We weren't sure if you guys did or not.
1: Yeah, so there will be there will be a reunion show. Um, I'm probably not allowed to say more than that.
2: <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> okay. I, I know I know I know how you feel. <laughs> I know how you feel.
1: <laughs> but uh, you know, obviously as with the reunion everyone is present so I haven't given anything away. Yeah. Um and yeah, so we, I've seen the whole cast. Everyone gets on fine. Things outside of the game are always fine. We got together as well in Cape Town for some drinks not so long ago. We've got some people in common. She messaged me. She's like, "Hey, see this person? Like, we good? We have no problems." I, I also don't want people to be hating on her. She's, yes. you know, it's very yeah. hard to see yourself um, on TV, especially not in a flattering light, and especially when there's lessons to learn and self growth to be had, and that comes at a at a hard cost. It's not nice when other people are throwing hate at you or giving their opinion where they don't have a full story and they don't understand. We've all been through trauma in our lives, um, through normal lives, through old survivor experiences, through whatever. And it brings out the worst in you sometimes. You haven't been eating. It is a competition at the end of the day. She is a lot more physical. Um, and aggressive in nature, just naturally, like I'm soft in nature. It's just who I am. Um, it doesn't define whether you're good or bad as a person. And I think that Pinty has a very good heart. Um, I think that she just has some lessons to learn from this. As couldn't, do, couldn't agree as do more. I and as do most people.
0: Couldn't agree more. Abraham, do you have anything else before we get to our final couple of questions here?
2: You know what? I tell everybody, congratulations on being on Survivor again. And it was great watching you and being on the show and getting a chance to see how, you know, Survivor South Africa basically does it. So (laughs) who knows? Hopefully one day they'll bring all three of the different shows together and have a season where we get to all play in. But I I love the theme of your season. Giving everybody a chance that. Yeah. I'm going to text our person, Jesse. I'm gonna text you and be like, hey, come on, man. Y'all know y'all wanna see Abraham again. Uh, Yeah. Congrats. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling well. It's nothing, I know nobody wants to be taken out of
0: the game for being hurt. And she wasn't. She fought back. She fought back. (laughs) Uh, She she didn't fight back against Phil. Phil (laughs) A, a, A big thing for you entering this game is you said you wanted to be seen as a strong player, you wanted to shake this you know, Shona's a weak pl- survivor player and stuff like that. You wanted to be seen as strong. I think you did that perfectly fighting off your injury and stuff coming back into the game. Um, but what are, what are you going to take from your survivor experience as a whole? Because you leave the game of Survivor with so much more regardless of whether you win the money or not. The memories, the friendships. What are you taking away from this whole journey?
1: So for me, it's been a, a huge... Experience of personal growth. Um, So I've learned not to be so trusting, not just of other people, but also of myself. Sometimes I have uh, ideas that are not good ideas and (laughs) I just go for it.
0: (laughs) Give it a shot.
1: And it's good to go for your ideas, but not all ideas are good ideas. So it's good to, you know, think things through a little bit, maybe be a little bit more strategic before acting, um, and relying on my intuition. I've got a very, very strong in intuition. So to trust myself when it's my intuition speaking, but to always question myself if it's my ego speaking or something else that's um the motivator. So trust has been a big lesson here. Also understanding, um, uh i think just how i how i come across to the world some some things i was like mm, i don't really like how i'm i don't like how i'm seeing myself um and i know that i've got many more dimensions to what was shown on survivor and they've only got so much time but yeah, I think it's it's important to know what how you portray yourself to the world. You know, doing myself, I think I made some very questionable hair choices. I'm like, why did you do that on TV? <laughs> <I'm> like,
0: like, <laughs> I don't think so. I,
1: I thought you were wrong in it. You're very sweet. <laughs> but you know, to know your strong size and to create those things, that is an important lesson. Uh, (laughs) you know it's humbled me it's humbled me but I feel I feel very grateful I feel like I've been set up um, in the world now to just shine and be the best version of myself I feel incredibly lucky you know uh, even just to be alive but to be able to have experienced this for the second time and to be doing things that I love you know everything is kind of falling in place for me since the show and yeah it's it's great
0: <laughs> uh do you have any of you you posted on instagram earlier your snack you got any pineapple left over
1: oh my gosh so no i child that all earlier <laughs> if, like, you, um, yum, yum, yum. <laughs>
0: if you were to get the call say any time a week from now or you know a couple of years from now would you go back and play the game again for a third time
1: absolutely absolutely i would you know it's not done until you've won, I feel. You need to, like, actually make it to the end. You need to crack the game. I want to crack this game. I've learned a lot about it now. Um, I've got a new boyfriend, and he's very very wise, probably the wisest person ever. And we learn, he's teaching me philosophy and playing risk together. And I feel like there's, like, all these other dimensions that um, – could impact a game like survivor so much more the way that you think the way that you strategize the way that people are understanding people's behavior so i think i could go into the game a lot stronger in the future having learned again the hard way um and i think i could do very well in it uh we always everyone always says how do you think i'll do in survivor like everyone thinks they're going to do well even me and then i go back and <laughs> I'm actually terrible at I but i That's was fact gonna fact. kill it. <laughs> but i was gonna win would <laughs> so. you would
0: you would you play with your boyfriend or do you think leave that leave that at home
1: i would love to play with him honestly to have somebody that i could actually trust have my back in the game that genuinely loves me that would be amazing um me, me and randy are coming
2: think,
1: to play in south africa oh are you gonna come <laughs> and play battle of the bush is
2: that we will we'll go
1: to it. <laughs> so this is <laughs> oh, no, you must. So there's this very cool, um, it's kind of like a microwave version of South Af- uh, Survivor called Battle of the Bush. And um, it's hosted by a superfan um, called Bill. And he does it for the school that he set up in Pottschiff's to raise money for them. And it's Survivor, old Survivor players. Uh, so it was old South, uh, South African players versus old U.S. players. Versus Survivor super fans from South Africa and Survivor super fans from America, and it was absolutely intense. It was such a cool way for Americans to see South Africa and for super fans to play the game with actual um, Survivor contestants, and for Survivor contestants to get some sort of redemption as well and play a game again and see how they would fare another time and. It's actually harder than the real Survivor because um, it's a lot quicker of a game, so you don't have as much time to strategize or to adapt, so you've got to be very adaptable, highly emotional, my word, the amount of times you ball your eyes out crying because you voted out this person or that person or whatever is insane. But um, it's really well worth it. So, yeah, check it out. It's going to write that that down. Battle
0: of the Bush.
1: All right. Battle of the Bush, yeah.
0: (laughs) I love it. In fact, I'm going to show
1: you something quite cool. You'll like this. Hold it. Give me a second.
0: (laughs) Okay.
2: I forget their winter is opposite of our summers.
0: Mm, Yeah, I I also Um, forget that.
1: So the um the whole Battle of the Bush is done for the school, and you go and visit the school one day, and the little children are all Survivor fans because the owners of the school are Survivor super fans. Okay. And they made us these bracelets that had our name on them. So oh. mine says Shona. Um, hold on. Um, there we go. And they made us these bracelets with a little note. And like, thank you so much for supporting our school. And this is what, you know, it just like so sweet. And I thought, well, let me bring this bracelet with me onto the island and play with it. And we got given these bottles. This is my bottle from Survivor. And it's so heavy. It's like a metal weight.
0: Have you (laughs) you used it since? I think Abraham says he hasn't used his since.
1: That
0: that thing is I use (laughs) mine.
1: I use mine every day. In fact, this is my water bottle. It was just there. I take it on hikes. It reminds me, it keeps me humble because it's like extremely heavy and they've been really challenging us <laughs> in every degree. So <laughs> I carry this around with me. I'm like heavy. It keeps me down to earth. You know. Um <laughs> I, I don't love hope it. they
2: just pass them out. They ours is heavy too. I'm like, this is weight. It's way too heavy to carry every day for me. I'm like, no, I got water bottles that are lighter. Uh, yeah. But we, I do have my bag and I have my water bottle. I mean, it it was just a great season to be out there and have an opportunity to play.
1: Yeah. No, it really was. It it was an honor. It was an absolute honor. I really loved it. I really appreciated all the love that I had flowing in from the survivor community as well. Um, It was really nice to know how many people, like, cared about my actual surviving. Um, (laughs) So it was nice to feel that love, um, especially when I think I was actually very critical on myself when seeing it, you know, didn't it didn't feature so much in the first week, which I was surprised by, because I was like, I feel like I'm playing actually a very good game, but I realised that I wasn't that much drama either. And, you know, it's TV I drama.
0: I have I am yeah. so sorry because Abraham knows anytime that I pick someone in anything, a fantasy game oh, or weird. or uh, to win the game, I'm like a curse. Everyone that I've said will win the game always goes out like pre-merge or very early merge. <laughs> so nice. I, I drafted for our fantasy team going up against fellow podcasters and you were on my team. You were on my team. It was you, PK, um, Tanya, and Meryl. So I'm very scared for Meryl. I'm the only I'm the only team that has ha- had three people eliminated. So I'm just like, I am a terrible like his his picking is
2: the worst. That's I'm about a, season that's 42. So,
0: so you worst. can blame anything that happened in the game on me. I put that bad juju in. That's on me. <laughs>
1: I'll just say it's future going forward. You know, it's, you didn't see this on TV, but Randy picked me. <laughs> was, I, was, I was spoiled from the get-go. It was exactly no
0: Next time, if you're on, <laughs> just know I support you. I want you to do well, but I'm not picking you because I want you to do well.
1: <laughs> uh, well, so, well, I appreciate it. You know what? No matter the outcome, it's really fun to see when people back you and they're like rooting for you. That's a part of the experience. There can only be one winner at the end of the day, but to know that people actually connect with you and they like you and they want to see you go far in the game, it brings you so much joy. Like, I love it. The fans for Survivor are amazing and incredible. They always reach out. They're just such wonderful people for the most part. I haven't seen a lot of hate this time. I mean, I think Pinty's got some, um, but I think <laughs> it's bit. more just <laughs> I think it's more just because they're concerned about, you know, the level at which things got. Um but I, as I said, like, she's not a bad person. I think there's lessons for everyone in this game. Um, but it's been fun. We all came back to have fun with it and to give it another yeah. shot. I would hope that they would call me back for a third season. I'm like, I don't know how well I fare now that I've done so badly in two seasons. And I'd be like, but I no, think you know, I'm entertaining. I think
2: I'm charm.
1: entertaining.
0: I you know? <laughs> no, very entertaining. Uh, Abraham, <laughs> anything else you want to do before we wrap up here, my guy?
2: Hey, look, uh, Randy is the runner of the podcast, and I want you to know, in the U.S., we are representing Survivor Africa through our podcast, but Randy is the man, um, and it was a pleasure talking (laughs) to you. Oh,
1: guys, thank you so much. This has been such a fun interview. I've really enjoyed it. I'm going to look forward to watching your other podcasts and seeing how you get on with the other contestants, and enjoy the season, because we all bought it. Oh, it's a good it, season. It's a good season. And I'm very proud of the people who have been behind it, making it happen to all the contestants who put everything into it. Um, but we appreciate the platforms to be able to speak about it and explain ourselves. To everyone <laughs> <to be laughs> going, Why didn't they show this? Why did they... <laughs> We're
0: super excited. <laughs> you just excited. want to be
1: heard. You just want to be heard.
0: <laughs> We're super excited to watch the rest of it. And I got to say, First off, thank you so much. I mean, you guys taking time out of your busy schedules to come on to the show and just talk with us and stuff. We can't say how much we appreciate it. Uh, We always tell people we want this to feel less of an interview and more like a a general, a general hangout, you know, just all of us here laughing, having a good time. And also thank you for staying. We know you guys are on like 30 minute windows and it seems like the person (laughs) that we interview the, like the last person we interview on on Friday always goes over because we could just talk to you guys for hours and stuff. So I know we went a little over, but thank you for, you know, joining us here and kind of going over with us.
1: Oh well I had a lot of fun. So I appreciate I didn't even look at the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: never you know, made my buff, doing a good I job. my buff out. I got my I never I never pulled this buff out. It seemed like an envelope. It's
1: like cool know- Oh wow. Well I'm so happy you wore it. And it was so cool to be able to discuss this with another survivor player as well from the States, because you really get it. Um yeah, I love I love wearing this. Like I, I was trying to wear it at every opportunity I I'd had. I wear it I like, everywhere. On the airplane survivor.
0: <laughs> yeah. like, Is look, anyone
1: gonna it. notice what this says? Like what it means? No, right.
2: never, I never, I never. Look, I never paid attention to it, but it says pre-merge buff.
0: So I got ah. to get past that. <laughs> oh, get man, to that. you gotta get over that. Well, Shona, just know you have an open invitation on the show. If you, we know you can't do it for your season. But if you ever want to come on and discuss Survivor South Africa, be like a guest and break down episodes for us, or even Survivor AU or Survivor US, open invitation. We would love to have you back.
1: I would love that. Please do invite me because I'll be there. Like, you know, I'm I'm a fan of this like, I like to chat <laughs> <good. laughs>
0: Well, we, we have you on social and everything So we'll definitely stay in touch But Excellent. thank you so much again We'll let you get on with the rest of your day Hopefully the interviews kind of calm down a little bit We know you've been busy You're my this.
1: last one and the most fun <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what we're usually like We're usually the last interview So everyone's willing They're like, oh, we can keep talking Because they're like, we're done yeah. after this so.
1: I had to have a nap before You've caught me over the of two hour nap apps. <laughs> so you're
0: a, still super energetic and stuff. Well, thank you again. Yeah. Uh and we look forward to chatting again soon with you.
1: Thanks, guys. Enjoy your day. Thanks. Bye. Lovely me to meet you. Bye too. <laughs>